episode 63. Thank you from your future self. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, my friend. How's it going? It's like one of my favorite times to sit and record my thoughts, aka this podcast. <laughs> it kind of helps me uh, focus in on the thoughts that I want for the week. And I'm super excited to share this topic with you. And is I was, you know, trying to figure out what exactly I was going to say, how my podcast is going to go this week. And I always tell you that like my office hours are usually my training hours. <laughs> This week was none, no different. So I came home. I had this, you know, relatively long bike ride today, which was followed by what we call a break, which was followed by a run. And it was fine. Everything was fine, except for I just, I don't know. I, I still have tired legs from, I think my train from Ironman Tulsa and just getting back, ramping back into training, my base camp. I don't know all the different things, but, and I started a little later for just other reasons, I started later than needed to. So when I got done running, it was close to noon here, and I think it was 90 plus. I don't know what it was. But there was this wind that felt like I was running in a furnace. And so I did not want to go back on my brakes. So you just hurry and get off your bike and switch quickly and get onto the run. And I could tell that my brain was just trying to hand me all these things like, you don't need to do it, da, 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 da. you know, all the excuses like, you're tired, you worked hard. You don't need to run this. It's too hot to run. Just shorten your run. All you know, all the excuses that I could think of, which is exhausting because at the end of the day, I know I'm going to go run what my training plan says to do. So I get out. I run. It's not the most enjoyable run, I'm not going to lie, because it was so hot. And my legs were tired. I mean, like, I felt it. Like, I have quite a few heels that I run, and I just could feel it in my legs. But as I, when I, right before I went out to go run, I was like, you know, I'm going to thank myself. I'm going to thank myself in the future for this. And then I went out and did it and I came back and I was like, you're welcome future self, like sarcastically saying that. (laughs) It really helped me come up with the title, what we're going to talk about today, because it's true. Like, thank you from your future self. Like, I know that like the run that I just did is probably better training than when I train when it's beautiful weather, I feel really great, all the things, is this, is training in a difficult situation, training when I was like, didn't want to, when it was hot, when I was already tired, because that's like really getting me ready for a race. So I when I got done, I was like, I know that those are like some of the best days that are prepping me for the race and that my future self is like, oh, thank you for giving me some days like that. So I really wanted to dive in on that. And as I've coached this week, We've really talked about different things that I'm going to talk about in here, different points that have brought up in my different group coaching classes, and that's been brought up. I had an awesome interview this week that was brought up, and then I've been masterminding with a few people, and these these different points that are going to come up and thank you from your future self are the things that have been a, like very forefront of my mind. So, um But the first thing that I want to really jump into is when we're talking about this is that we, if we're going to have a future self, quote unquote, we have to know where that future self wants to go. 
And that is what we do. You know, I've explained this a few times, but when someone comes to me, we have to kind of see where we're at right now. And then we have to see where we want our future self to be, whether that be people call it goal setting, whether they call it just setting direction. I call it, we, in, in life coaching, we call it, um, uh, unintentional, intentional, the models that we're setting for our life. But in triathlon, it looks like setting up an exercise plan to get us to the race with, when I work with, um, with our food and with weight loss, it's having us set up protocols and doing a protocol and seeing how close we can match it. Those are all different things we have to do. And we have to know the direction we want to go to get our future self there. And that is, if we don't even know what a future looks like for us, if we kind of are just lost in our life, which I don't know where you're at in in your journey of life, but I know sometimes people come to me and they feel like their life is just at a plateau or they don't really have a direction in their life or they feel like if we're a mom that their life has been sucked away, right? That that this gig that we're in, we don't have time for ourselves, that we've kind of lost ourselves. So the very first thing is we just need to pause for a minute and be like, wait, what does my future self even look like? What does my future self even want? And maybe that's hard to get to, but I like to say, like, if we had a magic wand, what would it look like? Or I often say, you know, who's someone in your life that may be a little bit further along than you, whether they be older or just further along, and you see, like, that looks like something that I want in my life. That looks like a life that I want to aspire to. Those are some ways that can get us to start thinking about what is a future self look like for me? So I want to share this story that I, I feel like I might have shared on the podcast, but obviously it's still is really important to me. So I'm going to share it again. But um, I saw my mom growing up and she knew a direction she wanted in her life. What And it wasn't necessarily because she saw people in her life that emulated this. She was kind of the leader and she was breaking ground to see what she wanted because I've said before that exercise wasn't really a thing in, in her era. And she just knew that she wanted to have this healthy lifestyle. She knew that she wanted to have movement in her body. She knew that she wanted to put the healthy things in her body to, to be able to do the healthy movement, to live this healthiest life that she didn't all the way know what it looked like, but she knew what the next step would be to keep doing that. But fortunate for me, I actually had this example. So I knew what direction I wanted to head in my life. I wanted to head the direction of this health and fitness lifestyle that my mom had created. So I had a direction I wanted to go. And I remember when it was in eighth grade, I just remember, I remember her seeing her example of working out all the time. And I, I, I was, you know, just learning and starting to understand all the things until she said to me, you know, like, let's, you know, well, I asked her how I can start working out. And she's like, let's just get you doing some sort of exercise, some physical activity. And we had exercise equipment at our house. That's what I started doing. And then, um, as it would unfold that I got, I got into soccer, I played soccer. And then, um, when I was in college and I was doing soccer, I knew that a daily exercise program was going to be something that I wanted. I'd seen my mom have that. And I knew that, that I wanted that for my future self, that that was something that I was going to start putting into my schedule and which led me to, which I think is a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's so fun when we have a future self, I like to have something in the future to set a goal or just set something so that we, we have like a pinpoint to go to. And I'm not saying everyone has to do a race, right? I don't think that's it. But I think if we have a set time, it just helps us have focus and direction. So for me, I was like, I'm going to do a marathon. I'm going to, I'm going to put my focus into running, exercising, and I'm going to see, I know that like the directions out there to do the marathon. So I had this direction. I saw the future stuff of myself doing a marathon and that's what I started doing. So, um, 
hopefully I can find pictures to post somewhere, but <laughs> I was going through it with my daughter and we found it through a scrapbook. So hopefully I can go back and look at them, but it was fun to look back to see that that was the beginning of me really. I mean, I, in eighth grade, I started working out, but that was the beginning of me getting my running into my life. And I knew then like, cause I'd had the direction my mom, I knew then that was the direction I wanted to head. I wanted to bring health and fitness into my life. But I just knew that it would be a part of my life. I remember my mom telling me, like, this will be an important part of your life. And as time would, you know, fold, uh, you know, as my future self, I was starting to align with my future self as I started doing races and different things in my life. I started realizing how important and how grateful I was to my past self when my future self was starting to hit these places, when I was starting to align with my future self into my present self. And, and I realized how important it was to continue to do the things so that I could, my future self would continue to thank me so I could continue to progress forward. And that's what happened with Ironman as well, is that I continue to put time in, but I knew that my future self was me doing an Ironman someday, just like it was me doing a marathon someday. It was like me doing an Ironman someday. And all those things that I, all those steps I needed to take. And I, I set that goal, um, 20 years before, well, 20 years before I got Kona. So like 15 years before I actually ever did an Ironman, I knew that that was a future focus for me, that that was my future self eventually doing that, which had me showing up eating different, which I have talked about in the past. But that is something when my husband went to med school, we sacrificed quite a bit. But there were some things I knew I wouldn't sacrifice. And that was my food. I was like, I will do what I need to, to be able to eat the food that I want to, because I knew that in the future that that nutrients and that healthy diet that I was having was going to be a key factor for me. And eventually when I could do the Ironman racing, when it was in my cards to do it, the same thing with exercise, I was like, I'm going to do my marathons because I know it's going to be something that I can still obtain while I have these young kids, but something that I can continue to keep my workout going, continue to um, keep fitness into my life until I can then put it into something else. So I think that that's one important thing is when our future self is like, thank you, past self, for doing the things that you could do in whatever stage and phase of life you're in so that now you can do the other things. So I think that's really important. And I just think it's something for us to think about wherever you're at. If you have the goal already set, if you have the direction set, maybe you're not there. But then if you're not there, you want to be like, what is the direction I can head? What is the future self? I mean, even asking that question, what does my future self look like if you don't know? Because we can't go and do things for a future self that we, we can't picture, that we can't really visualize. So that would be the thing is like, okay, what direction do I want to head? What does my future self, what direction is that heading? And that's what has always been important to me. I'm grateful for my mom for that, that she taught me that. But that is something that is always just like, I continue to see that even now with my Ironmans, even I'm in Ironman, but every time I have, you know, a 12 week block getting me ready for an Ironman, I'm just like, I know I have to do this. And I want to do it even in the moment if I don't want to do it like deeper, there's a deeper um, pull inside of me to do it because I know now how important that is on race day for my future self to be like, thank you for putting in the time. Thank you for putting in the training. Thank you for doing the hot long runs when you didn't really want to in the moment you did them anyways, because now you show up at the state and you get to enjoy it. And that's what our future self can do. And that's what we can do now as we continue to prep for that. But the second one that really gets people, which is interesting, but it's that we really just kind of want what's in the moment right now. So I like to have the second point B 
it's the instant gratification versus the delayed gratification. So if we know what our future self is like, if we can tap into that, then the instant gratification isn't such a deep pull, it doesn't have such a tug on us, and we can actually think about that delayed gratification that's going to happen, just like I mentioned with the Iron Man, right? Is that like the instant gratification from my example today is just like, just stay in your air conditioned house when it's not like a furnace outside and just tell yourself, you know, you've already done a bike today. You don't need to do the run. You can do it another day. And that would be the instant gratification because then I wouldn't be in pain right then. <laughs> but my delayed gratification comes is that like, I, I still I kind of was in pain today when I was running. I was still, still there. But my delayed gratification comes in knowing that like on the day of the race, I've trained and I put the hard training in, especially when I didn't want to. And those are the best for me. And that's the delayed gratification. And it's one thing that I talk about so much with, with my clients that come to me, whether it be with their Ironmans, like following their plans or whether it be people that are in weight loss is that so many times we want that instant gratification. And if we want, if we can pop into our prefrontal cortex, that's what puts us into the future self. We can think about our future self, but when we're just in instant gratification, we're not thinking about anything but answering that urge to eat or just kind of satisfying the moment right now. And that, I mean, even an example for tonight, like I had, I went and got pizza because my son had friends over and my daughter had friends over and I'm like, this will be easier for them. I just got pizza and I don't necessarily really eat pizza, but I still think it smells good. And I still, I still think it like at times I'm like, that would taste really good. But in my head, I'm like, you know what? I know what my future self wants and I know what's going to feel better for me. And I can tap into that future self. And I made awesome air fryer broccoli with the Costco, um, quinoa brown rice packet, which was still pretty easy, but it took a little longer. I had to have a little delayed gratification. And now that like the pizza's all cleaned up and my broccoli, all the stuff is cleaned up. I'm like, I'm so glad I made that choice, right? Because I feel better inside. I know it's going to prep me for my workout tomorrow, which is in turn going to be a, an important thing for my race, right? So it's, it's me always continuing to think of that future self and like always like you're welcome future self, you know, kind of moments. <laughs> but that's what I say to people is when we're doing our food, it's, it's so easy to just get to instant gratification and it's not like we're bad or good. It's just that our brain... Our brain wants to keep us in conserving energy and pleasurable and avoiding the pain. And that's what it'll do. It will keep us in instant gratification. And that's like our primitive brain, right? And so we just have to tap in and be like, wait, there's something more. But the first step is we have to know what that more is. We have to know what that future step is. And then the second thing is we have to be willing to have delayed gratification. And it's the same thing I tell people when we're doing the intermittent fasting or when we have our eating windows. It's like we shut down our eating windows and our brain wants to be like, but no, you're hungry right now. And I think you're hungry. I think you want that. And you just want to be like, okay, like that would be instant gratification. I'll just give into the urge. I eat it. But if we say to ourselves, no, you know what? Like I can do this tomorrow. And then after we go to bed, we wake up in the morning, we just don't want that. And that's, we want to be like, awesome. You're welcome. Future self, right? Or thank you. Every future self is saying, thank you that you didn't eat that last night. Cause now, now you feel, you, you don't feel groggy. You feel grateful. Like all the things you're not beating yourself up for eating something you know you didn't really want. And then to be honest in the morning, you probably don't, don't even want it anyways. Right. So that you can get on with the plan that you've set your food to have for the day. So it's just interesting to look at it from that. And we have to understand that nothing's gone wrong if our brain starts spitfiring us all the things to keep us safe and to keep us out of like discomfort, right? It's just his job. But if we, if our future self, if it's really thinking us, then we have to get to some uncomfortable moments. We have to get to where we do things that are 
not instant gratification. Like we don't instantly get that hit. And that's the thing that sometimes we're just so used to that when we start to try to like have, you know, this healthier lifestyle or we try to move towards something better. We try to move closer to our future self. We don't get as many hits because it's delayed. It's elongated and not just like a spiking up and down. It's elongated to get us there. But when we get to that future self and we're just like, wow, yeah, that's definitely thanking me now because I didn't do that, right? So it's just an image to put in our head. It's really important that we can keep that there. It helps us remember our why in the moments that are difficult. In the moments we want that instant gratification, we get to that place where we're like the delayed gratification is that future self that we're aspiring to, that we're trying to get to, that's helping us to improve and get better in our life. And then the last thing is give yourself a reward. So when we do it, even like today, I was being kind of bratty and facetious and talking to myself and saying, you're welcome, future self. But is the truth is just like, yeah, like my future self is going to be thanking me. And then I want to say, thank you, body, for doing this for me. Thank you for prepping me. Thank you for doing this hard thing and rewarding it. Because what that does is it begins to create evidence for a belief that we can, we can start aligning with our future self, that we can do things for our future self, that we can have the delayed gratification, right? That we can head in the direction we want. We start creating evidence for that, the belief that we can do that, instead of on the contrary, that we can't do that, right? That we have the old crappy story about ourselves, that we just, ha- we, we can't, we just give into the urge, right? We can't head in the direction we want. We're just going to stay in this place. I'll never change. Any of those things, We reinforce that story if we don't build a new belief that like I am creating change. I am making my life better. I am helping my future self, right? And when we do something that helps our future self and we reward it by just saying like, wow, I just did something that was hard, right? That I did something that's going to help me for my future. And we acknowledge it. Our brain loves it. Our brain loves a reward. I mean, we actually, everyone loves a reward of some sort, right? But even our brain just rewarding it. And just like helping that small little new belief and start creating that so it's bigger and bigger. That's what our brain needs. And it will, it will continue to find evidence in that. The evidence basket for the we can do. We can do these things to get to our future self. We can do these things that our future self is going to thank us for. So I just think those are like really interesting points. And we just have to go back through them and always just be like, okay, when we feel like we're lost or we're just kind of giving in to like all the moment kind of things. And in a way that I mean you know, being in the moment, I'm not saying is bad because I think being in the moment is great. But when we're doing something to try to improve our life, that's when we want to be like, hold on a minute. Is this what I'm doing right now actually going to help me? Is my future self going to really be thanking me for this? That's when we tap into the higher brain. That's when we're starting. We have to take some brain power to be like interesting. And we get into the conscious level. It's no more unconscious. It's conscious of like, okay, wait, am I, is this really going to help? Yeah. Yes or no. Right. And it helps us be honest with our thinking and it helps us to kind of combat that crappy thinking, that crappy story that plays tells that we can't change. It's like, wait a minute, I can because my future self, I've already created this future self and I'm going to move towards that future self. And it has us being in charge. It has us directing our brain that will get us to the feeling that will get us into the action that gets us the result we want, that future, that future result that we want that's our future self. So, super interesting to think about. I mean, it's, I'm not saying that it's easy, and it doesn't mean that we don't sometimes just give in to the instant gratification because we're human. 
And, and sometimes we just, we revert back to our primal brain, just keeping us safe. And there's, that's not a time for judgment. That's just the time to be like, okay, interesting that I just gave into that in the future, because I do have a future self. What do I want to do in the future? And then we start getting tools around that. And then we start saying, okay, well, I'm going to try today just doing one thing of delayed gratification, right? I'm going to do one thing to make it better. And that's how we move forward with that. Because so many times I see people when they start into this and my client, we get into judgment that we start seeing what we've done wrong. We get into judgment. That's, that's not going to help us get out of it. The thing that's going to help us get out of it is to be curious and understand, okay, I've been doing this for a while. I've given it to instant gratification, but not anymore because, because the thought is I'll never change. That'll keep us in instant gratification. The thought is I'm changing. I see a future self. I'm going to change into that. I'm going to get, I'm going to keep working towards that. That's going to require us to have the delayed gratification. That's going to require us to be curious, to start creating new thoughts that are going to get new patterns like of action that's going to get us the results. So think about that. So the three things, just one more time, is we ha- when we're trying to get to our future self, we've got to know the direction we're going. If we don't know that, let's just first pull back enough to be like, what direction am I heading? Am I just wandering? Where is my direction? That's what I love to help people do is like, let's, let's even just see where you're at right now. So we can get to a direction that you want to go. I mean, sometimes we don't even know where we're at. We have to just, even that's why I help people build a model of just where they're at currently so that we can see where we want to go. So that's the first step we have to do. And the second is understand that so it, our brain, if, if we let our brain direct, it will go to instant gratification versus delayed gratification. We have to be the one in charge because when we're directing it, then we get into the feeling and then we get to the action because that's what we're all trying to do is get into the action that's going to create this result. Not re- the result that we're trying to create is that, like I said, is that's our future self. And the last thing is we want to give ourselves a reward. When we do something that our future self will be thanking us for, like, good job, self. <laughs> future self is going to thank you, you know, or you're welcome, future self, like what I say, right? Whatever that is. But reward that because that's going to start creating this belief, this new belief that we have to get to. We're not going to get to a new belief and believe it unless we continue to create evidence for it over and over again so we can really grasp onto that belief so it will create a feeling, a feeling of lightness, a feeling that will help us get into the action. And we have to create that by continuing to believe it over and over again, bring that thought back up over and over again. So anyways, try these steps because you think how fun it is when you've done something in your life. And you're like, wow, I'm glad I put the prep time in for that. And you're, and you're now at the self and you're like, wow, thanks past self, you know, and we just want to do it now to be like, you're welcome future self. Right. And be like, think about when your, your future self is just like, thank you for doing that. Right. So think about that and see how that goes for you. And until then I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at camibanks.com or reach out to me on Instagram at camibankscoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.